Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is a production of MaximumFun.org and is distributed by NPR. I'm Jesse Thorne. It's Bullseye. It's time for the craziest day of my entire career. This is a regular segment where we talk with some of our favorite people in pop culture and ask them about, well, we ask them about the craziest day of their entire careers. This time, it's Yardley Smith. For over 30 years, Yardley has voiced Lisa Simpson, one of the most iconic characters in all of television. Wait, Dad! Good news, everyone! You don't have to eat meat! I made enough gazpacho for all! What? I don't like gazpacho. What is that anyway? It's tomato soup served ice cold! <laughs> Yardley Smith is also a podcaster. Since 2017, she's co-hosted Small Town Dicks, a true crime podcast that just finished up its ninth season. And she's an on-screen actor. When we asked Yardley about the craziest day of her entire career, she took us back to 1986. That was before podcasts, before The Simpsons. She got offered a big part in a horror movie that she couldn't turn down, even if it meant a giant crazy truck might run her over. Anyway, I'll let Yardley Smith take it from here. I'm Yardley Smith. And this is the craziest day of my whole career. What's funny is when this thing happened while I was shooting a movie, what like I think it was the third film I did called Maximum Overdrive. I mean, now it's a cult classic, but I can tell you when it came out, it was a bomb. Like, it was barely out long enough to run the end credit. And it was directed by Stephen King based on a short story by Stephen King. And at the time it happened, it didn't seem that crazy. Because I think one of the things about actors, particularly actors starting out or workaday actors, we're incredibly willing, sometimes to our detriment. So the story of Maximum Overdrive, just briefly, if you don't know, is that planet Earth passes through the tail of an asteroid, I think. And it makes all of the mechanics on the planet go homicidal. So, you know, you put a quarter into the soda pop machine, and instead of getting one soda, you get 20, but they're all launched like grenades at your head. Uh No soda. You're mowing the lawn, and the lawnmower turns around and runs over your face. Cars and trucks start to drive themselves without drivers. Stuff like that. And so I play Connie. You could say the description of the character is Connie the Screaming Newlywed. I screamed so much in that movie. I've just gotten married to Curtis. And so Curtis and I were on our way to our honeymoon, I guess. And we come to this old, tiny town gas station. And doesn't seem to be anybody is there. But the gas station door is open. And so as Curtis... 
goes to see if the pumps are working, this old, rusted, 1950s kind of pickup truck starts up on its own and tries to run him over. So whoever was in charge of controlling the trucks remotely, they lost control of it, and it ended up jumping the curb where the gas pumps were situated, which scared the living out of the actor, John Short, who played my husband. And so that scream of, Curtis, are you dead? Is real, because it was like, that thing's coming so fast. Oh my God, holy what? So Connie and Curtis leave that gas station. They hurry back into their just-married car, and now they get on the highway. Get in! Get in right now! And there's nobody on the highway. And then they see a truck, I believe, going in the opposite direction, and there's nobody driving it. And they're like, uh-oh. And so they pull off the road, and I think at the top of the off-ramp, where there's another sort of like an intersection, I think that's when they see a dead body, and then they're like, oh, oh, God, what's happening? Again, and the place is eerily deserted. And so they're looking for a place to, I don't know why you wouldn't just keep driving, like put your foot on the pedal and drive like your life depends on it because it probably did and we get to this truck stop and these trucks these huge 18 wheelers so they had rigged these 18 wheelers the most famous one having this giant ghoulish plastic green clown face on the front of it and the trucks have started to circle the truck stop And so as Curtis and I are trying to get through this this circle of trucks, which is not too tight yet, the circle tightens up to basically imprison us, all of us who are stranded at the truck stop. We haven't quite gotten there yet, so we make a beeline to make it through this gap. When we get to that truck stop, everything will be all right. Oh, yes. (laughs) What are you doing? You see that gap? The next time it comes around, I'm going to shoot right through it. No, you don't! They'll gang up on us and squash us! I can do it! We don't quite make it, and the car, our car gets flipped over. And uh, more screaming ensues, lots of screaming from me. And then I remember being caught in the seatbelt, getting back into the car, upside down, being strapped into the seatbelt, and sitting there for what felt like hours in this heat and this dust as they (laughs) got whatever they needed to get, (laughs) and screaming. So we run into the truck stop, but we are not safe inside the truck stop. So several days go by and things are getting worse. 
out in the outside world, and the trucks are uh, getting increasingly more aggressive. And uh, one of the cars, vehicles, that's gone haywire is a Cadillac. And I am told, here's the craziest day of my career, here's where it begins. I am told, Yardley, the Cadillac is going to drive through the wall of the truck stop, which has a plate glass window and a couple of booths. And you, as Connie, are going to stand there and go, hey, what is that car doing? Is that car going to come in through the wall of this building or something like that? And then we don't have a stunt double for you. We only have one shot at this, so don't move until we tell you. I'm like, okay, uh, really? Okay. And they're like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. The car is going to be coming super slow through the wall. It'll look much faster on camera, but it won't endanger you. I'm like, okay, no problem. So (laughs) I am standing in the middle of the truck stop set. I am looking out the plate glass window. Everything is set to go. The Cadillac is driving itself, so it's on a remote. And they say, roll camera. And then they say, action. Action. And I say my line, and then I'm not kidding you, that car came so fast through that wall. I'm like, what? So my screams were real, and the feeling of like, when the are you going to say, okay, duck? See, it felt like 10 minutes. And I thought, seriously? That stupid car got so close. And so finally, they yell, duck! And I dive into this booth. Meanwhile, I now have glass in my hair. I'm hoping, I think maybe it was sugar glass. Who knows? I will say some expense was spared on that uh, movie set. (laughs) I don't, I mean, I wasn't bleeding or anything, but it was uh, after I thought, oh, you people, you. You didn't really tell me the whole truth, did you? And then everybody was super happy with the shot because now we've destroyed the wall at the truck stop, right? So it's done. We don't get a second try at this. So they were really glad. And I think, again, you know, as an actor and a a recovering people pleaser, because they were so thrilled with the shot they got, I was like, oh, okay. You know, never mind the glass in my hair and all my clothes and, you know, stuck in my pantyhose and blah, blah, blah. You got your shot? Cool. What's next? So. (laughs) I told the story once several years ago, and somebody went, you, what? I'm sorry? You've got to be kidding. And so then when the great question for this podcast was posed, what's the craziest day of your entire career? I really thought, you know, nothing much has ever happened to me. I've actually had really good luck. I don't. You know, I was didn't do a movie with water and they tried to drown me or anything. And then, so that that's the best story I have of being almost run over by a Cadillac in real time. 
Yardley Smith on the craziest day of her entire career, the time she almost got pulverized by a giant big rig on the set of 1986's Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive, by the way, had an original score by ACDC, which is the music you're hearing right now. Anyway, as we said before, Yardley Smith's podcast is called Small Town Dicks. It's a true crime show, just finished up its ninth season. You can listen to it wherever you get podcasts. You can catch Yardley on The Simpsons, which is in the middle of its 33rd season right now. That's on Fox, as always. And that's the end of another episode of Bullseye. Bullseye is created from the homes of me and the staff of Maximum Fun in and around greater Los Angeles, California, where I was struggling with the issue of a too loud doorbell. My doorbell was too loud, and I posted on social media, what can I do to make my doorbell less loud? How do I choose between all these other new doorbells when I replace my doorbell? And none other than comedy legend Andy Richter replied to me and said, hey, dummy, just put some tape on the hammer that hits the bell in your doorbell, and that will deaden the sound a little. Thank you, Richter. This show, produced by Speaking Into Microphones, our senior producer is Kevin Ferguson, our producer is Jesus Ambrosio, production fellows at Maximum Fun are Richard Roby and Valerie Moffat. We get help from Casey O'Brien. Our interstitial music is by Dan Wally, also known as DJW. Our theme song is called Huddle Formation. It's recorded by the group The Go Team, thanks to them and to their label Memphis Industries for sharing it. You can also keep up with the show on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. We post our interviews there. And I think that's about it. Just remember, all great radio hosts have a signature sign-off. Bullseye with Jesse Thorne is a production of MaximumFun.org and is distributed by NPR. Well, Manolo, we have a show to promote. It's called Dr. Game Show. It's a family-friendly podcast where listeners submit games and we play them with callers from around the world. Oh, sounds good. New episodes uh, happen every other Wednesday on MaximumFun.org. It's a, it's a fast and loose oasis of absurd innocence and naivete. And Are you writing a poem? No, and just saying things from my memory. And uh, it's a nice break from reality. <laughs> Is that, are we allowed to say that? I don't know. It sounds bad. It comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. It does not. <laughs> Come for the games and stay for the chaos.